I had a fight one night. Not for justice, equality, or democracy. This fight was for me. My mind, my body, my decisions, my drive. All the things I control in this life. The conversations in my head, day and night. I made the moment mine. Put my skills to the test. A culmination of my journey in life. To bring out the best in me. And who am I? Just a human being with a heart beating in my chest. Born into a world of pain that I've come to accept like the sun, the wind and the rain. So I trained and trained each and every day like a man possessed. A jab, a slip, a faint, a punch in the face. Those dull headaches made me a little crazy. A hundred lessons swirling around my head as I walked home, body broken, eyes wide open. Something had awoken in me. I visualized an epic performance, shadow boxing in silence at dawn. Bouncing around on the balls of my feet. Upon that rooftop, I danced upon catastrophe. With the ground beneath my feet, I was there. I was me in my element. I could see clearly. And there in the ring that night stood he, my old friend. Throughout time, he had appeared again and again. Now he was in the air, he was in my heart. This was life to me. This was art. I drank a cup of courage all up, strutted my stuff. Isn't that what life teaches us? We can overcome our struggles, learn to love, to understand that kiss from above that we call fear. I found a feeling I can't explain. I'll drink it when I need it, when the real fight comes again. The fight that I've been living my entire life inside the ring that's not outside. Day after day, night after night. We all fight. Thank you very much for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that poem by the poet Max Rapkin. And I'd like to welcome and thank you for tuning in to Lee Lu's Library, Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast that documents and presents poems, songs, and stories told by our neighbors here in Bangkok and around the world. This week, it's all about perseverance, taking risks, getting knocked down, and sticking it out to make it through the rough times and get back on your feet to try again. Human culture has plenty of myths and stories to draw from that are meant to light a fire in the spirit and inspire perseverance. The ancient Greeks tell us of Pegasus, who had the temerity to defy the gods of Olympus in his attempt to fly up to its peak, overcoming all the obstacles they sent his way. The ancient Hebrews, they give us the account of Moses, who escaped from slavery in Egypt and spent a grueling 40 years wandering lost in the desert. But instead of looking way back to the stories of old, I want to focus on a more contemporary tale of grit and resilience. It was 1998 when Tori Murden, a competitive rower and record-setting athlete from Kentucky, decided to challenge herself to become the first woman to row across the ocean. She was 34 years old at the time, driven to shatter the limited and narrow expectations that the world had of women and girls. She was determined to demonstrate that human achievement and excellence was not only reserved to the males of our species. And so she plotted the 3,600-mile path from North Carolina to France on a trip that would have her paddling her way across the Atlantic for three months. Her 20-foot-long canoe was called the American Pearl. It was four feet tall, 
six feet wide and kitted out with 120 freeze-dried meals and a solar-powered water desalinator. In midsummer on June 14, 1998, she stepped up to the plate and she set off with her sights set on setting new records. If there is no talk, there is no walk. If there is no walk, it's all just mock. When it's all just mock, it's all just a bunch of crock. When it's all just a bunch of crock, still stuck on this fucking crosswalk. No shit, Sherlock. Speak up, call out, point out, smoke a joint. Burn some shit down, do what you gotta do, it is what it is. Open your mouth and say, get a life, fuck you, go fuck yourself, eat a dick. But there is a line. That line exists to remind. To remind us about our minds that our minds can get lost. Lost in a universe of hypocrisy and bullshit. That line reminds us we may speak up too much silencing our reasons. We may burn some shit down provoking casualties. We may say fuck you too much that we end up fucking ourselves. To quote Morgan Freeman from the movie Seven, he quotes Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway said, the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Opinion agreed, but that's just me. It ain't no fine place out there. It isn't here. In this room, why? It's because we all fight for something here. You fight for something, you will make a fine place out of where you are fighting. But remember the line. Be aware of that line. That line is common sense. Because once you cross that line, common sense becomes an oxymoron. An oxymoron that is, common sense ain't common. All right, that's all for me, guys. Thank you very much. So the other night, I thought I saw the face of God in a dream. Hard to describe something like an out-of-body experience, but on my astral travels, I encountered many sentient beings like ghosts, spirits, demons, and angels flapping wings, and I was scared. So my star guide coaxed me to come near, that I may finally quiet the poltergeist in my mind and establish new frontiers of elemental tranquility sung by nature's nature beings. I immersed myself in divine light and became pure potential energy while discovering that Jesus, betrayed by Judas, was really Joshua in a past life. Anthropostrophe at its finest to found the lost city of Atlantis, transcending time in a trance. Through transcendental meditative mantras, I was wooed by the prowess of Oya, the Yoruba goddess, and hurt by the pain of Atlas. I drank wine from Mount Olympus, taken directly from the lips of Bacchus. I danced with snake charmers in the Indus River Valley as they proceeded to regale me with the Epic of Gilgamesh. While summoning forth the asp, tasting Cleopatra's flesh, oh yes, the universe is a dreamer, a co-conspirative schemer in helping every human creature to fulfill its wildest dreams, God asked, yo, Ikenna, that's me, my son, how could you forget that you are a star? You have it all, what more do you need to blow up? Like a supernova, you are a masterpiece of a creature. So the world should be your oyster, for the human mind loses nothing, it just forgets it all, and the ether, God, was a feast on something resplendent, like Picasso, Mozart, Neruda, like nebulous forming stars, keloid scars, electric guitars, like the seasoning sorrow of battle, or Michelangelo Sistine Chapel, like Da Vinci's eerie heart conversing with Galileo's soul I thought God was too much to bear 
there Like a blazing bittersweet bloodshot Of bleeding drunk horizons Graffiti painting Wake up All over sky blue bedrocks of greatest fears While apricot tinged fireworks of genius Ignite remnants of wildest dreams Shit I thought I was hallucinating. Like ingesting large amounts of salvia divinorum, LSD, cannabis, and peyote leaves mixed with the bark of a tree. Like the other night, I thought I saw the face of God in a dream. And his light set my soul spinning as my brain watched serotonin's curtain call while bopping to melatonin's beat. Like the five classical elements influencing the various stages of sleep. When I was younger, I used to think, the ignorance makes unconsciousness sweet But while having this particular dream I never felt so alive I don't know God is hard to describe You see it's all light Now I'm not here to preach the existence of a God No, not outright I'm just here to preach the non-existence of darkness You see Socrates used to say There is one good in the world, knowledge And only one evil, ignorance Therefore it is knowledgeable to say That darkness is the absence of light But it is ignorant to proclaim That light is the absence of darkness Light is not the absence of darkness Because darkness is a mirage Therefore ignorance is a mirage Therefore evil is a mirage So you see, my dreams have taught me To live my life with no fear Because the moment we wake up Hatred will invariably disappear The other night I thought I saw the face of God In a dream and her light set my soul spinning God is light and since the beginning has been written in the cosmos that you must fight to return back from whence you came so I made love in the heavens the other night and that shit was hot and as God pressed an omniscient palm to my breast I pledged an oath of allegiance to the stars before I awoke drenched, flooded and bathed in a cold sweat Since leaving North Carolina, Tori had encountered a number of storms that rattled the Pearl, causing her to capsize three times. Luckily, the Pearl was designed for this. Not only was there a waterproof cabin that protected Tori from being inundated with seawater, but it could also put itself back upright in case it was ever rolled over by waves. Still, the three storms she encountered were nothing to what she encountered on September 5th, when Tori crossed paths with Hurricane Danielle. The storm had barely grazed the eastern coast of the United States before picking up steam and heading straight towards Tory as she dutifully rode across the ocean. When the hurricane caught up to Tory, it engulfed the Pearl, sending a deluge of unrelenting 30-foot waves that had Tory rolling and spinning for hours. Storm. Storm that is crashing within me, that is sucking till the last breath I still possess, suffocating my throat. Blurring my mind with tormenting thoughts, anguishing my emotions, overflowing from my heart, and pressing to be released from this body that too hardened has become, that too much had to contain, that too often risks to break down. Storm, the dust you bring with you has blinded my sight. I can't see, I just feel, and this feeling makes me cold. It was once warm, the serene lay within, and an eternal dawn became the home of my soul, of my smiles, of my peace. Now there is wind, all moves, all is uncertain within. All is blowing, crashing, bouncing in the temple of my being. I became a slave of this torment, enchained to this column 
that so strong cannot be eradicated from the ground. Oh, I have been enslaved before. I have been within that storm that disorients, that splits and hurts, like the small flakes of ice scattering on my face in the frozen land. My scream was loud, yet no voice could ever be heard. Those unspoken words lacerated my labor, that bent in half was too stressed and incapable to digest the emotions. The storm infiltrated abruptly in my mind, colonizing it, not leaving trace of the apparent tranquility that before resided in that mysterious place where the interplay of mystical forces challenges my rationality and my identity. Restless ocean waves crush against myself from every direction. There is nowhere to look, to escape, no traced path ahead of me, no lighthouse signaling the presence of a near harbor. The salt of my tears burns, obfuscates every certainty, then impassable, I just stop. I am, I stay, I sit, I close my eyes and abandon myself. No more resistance, no more thinking, just being. I am in the womb of the earth, of the mother, of the nature, bathed in those warm waters that dilate my nostrils, open my lungs, and soften my muscles. The storm silently fades, evaporates through my pores, and disperses itself in the smoke of a vapor that embraces myself as a ritual of purification. I open my eyes. It is dawn. I smile. I'm home. Thank you so much. As the storm took its course, Tori had capsized 11 times in the span of 12 hours. The whole time she resisted activating the distress beacon. By the time the storm passed, Tori had sustained a shoulder injury that prevented her from continuing the journey. It was with great pain and reluctance that Tori activated her distress beacon. She was soon aboard a nearby fishing vessel that answered the distress call, feeling defeated, but despite her injuries, not broken. I don't know. I'm so good at elaborating. Okay, it's called It's All Right. It's all right. It doesn't have to be such a strong fight. You're in the right place. You've stuck a good pace. A small stumble doesn't spell the end. A small turn doesn't mean you'll bend. The light shines in front of you and warmth continues to come through. It's still the path you're on. You'll look back and see you've won. You kept through steady and strong, even though it maybe took quite long. Lessons are learned. Maybe you were hurt. Maybe it's others who were burnt. Worst feelings become memories felt once, for you didn't again not heed that hunch. Beautiful thoughts are perhaps lost, but you can pick up what you've dropped. Recall that thought that made you soar, how that joy made you roar. Glad chatter is there if you listen, especially if you let your grin filter the brim. 
Attracted to happiness is all types of gladness. It may even wipe tears of those who are saddest. Serenity is within if you forgive those little sins. Nobody is perfect. You can let yourself win. Company you keep when it's only you and sleep can be a colorful dream of the life you can't wait to lead. You're doing all right. Keep that in your sight. Thank you. Tori Murden was too injured to make it through the rest of the journey, but she did not let that stop her. A year later, on December 3rd, 1999, Tori completed the cross-Atlantic row after setting off from the Canary Islands and landing on the Caribbean island of Guadalupe, forever etching her story into the annals of human history, shattering baseless limitations placed on women and girls all over Earth, and showing us that grit, strength, and perseverance are not virtues reserved for just half of the species. With that said, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Lilu's Library and spending time with your neighbors who also happen to be a bunch of talented storytellers, singers, poets, and more. You're always welcome to join them during any of our poetry slams, workshops, open mics, or discussions, be they in real life or online. Our next open mic will be held via Zoom this Friday, October 8th, and we hope to see you there, even if it's just to watch, but you're also welcome to share your words. If you'd like to join us from anywhere on Earth, please reach out to us. RSVP by sending us a message through any of our social media channels. Please be sure to follow us on social media, searching for Lyrical Lunacy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and give Lilu's Library a review on your chosen podcast platform. I promise it all helps to keep the momentum and enthusiasm going as we continue to document poems, songs, and stories from our neighbors in Bangkok and around the world, bringing them to you right here on Lilu's Library. I've been your host, Pop Leroy, and I wish you an awesome week. And if you find yourself embroiled in chaos and struggle, may you keep your chin up and persevere through it. And to drive that point home, I leave you with this song by some of Aceh Indonesia's top MCs from the All Rise Hip Hop Youth Summit, entitled Never Going Back. Thanks for tuning in to Lilu's Library, and see you next week. Kini 
Even though these people got no clue 